the best bits of the week. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. It's pod time. Potty, 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 podcast. Hello, welcome, uh, and thank you for pressing that download button. It'd be really nice if you also press the subscribe button. So far, it's just my mum. And my mum. And Claire's <laughs> mum. So please help us out. We're your morning pals. And we love to do the podcast because it highlights all the best bits. And it's always your stories. Yeah, your stories are the absolute best. Uh, coming up in today's podcast, when have you sent the wrong text? or wrong message to someone. That was a little bit awkward. Uh, we have a, a lady who has gone viral from Breakin. Oh, yeah, Zoe. She got stuck somewhere. We'll tell <laughs> you more about that million soon. hits on that video now. And Pilates with goats. Yep. Um, but first, this Sunday is Father's Day. Now, I know we're back to the whole debate and debacle of when, when are you listening? But it's the Friday before Father's Day. Yeah, 16th. Uh, we record this on the, the Friday the, the 14th. So Father's Day is coming up and you know what that means? Dad jokes. Horrendous. Uh, you know, I went swimming the other day. I took a, I took a cheeky wee pee in the deep end, you know, as you sometimes do. Be prepared not to laugh. And the lifeguard spotted me. He's blue as whistle, that bloody loud. I nearly fell in. <laughs> no? no. Uh, you know what? My friend couldn't afford his water bill, so I sent him a get well soon card. Get Can't afford his water. Well, you get a well where you get... Oh, oh right, no, okay. no. Nah, horrendous. Grown. However, to cheer us up, uh, we did manage to get quite a few good stories about silly dads. Debbie called with this one. We went to the cinema. It was me, my sister, my dad and my stepmom. And we went to go see Chicken Run. And my dad is like, he falls asleep at the drop of, the ha- drop of a hat. Yeah, most dads do. But, yeah, but we never noticed he was asleep until about halfway through the film. He woke up and went, turn up noise, June, and fell back to sleep. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> How loud was he when he shouted that out? He was quite loud, but the film was quite loud as well. <laughs> we were all laughing at him. <laughs> and oh. he's never been able to live that one down a bit. Not really. He always uses his excuse he was a night shift, but it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, Dad. It's an expensive nap, isn't it? A tenner just to, for a snooze in the cinema. Uh, I tell you what though, did um, uh, did he see any of it? Did he give his opinion on the movie? Did he start snoring? He wasn't snoring, but he's normally when he falls asleep during the during the film, he normally wakes up and goes, "Oh, it was a load of rubbish." Like, <laughs> and never so, trust dad's opinion. No. You know, I used to always uh, get small shocks when touching metal objects, but oh, no. it recently stopped. Needless to say, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> Jack also gave us a great story about when her dad got a bit confused. We'd been out, my dad looked after my little boy and um, me and my mum had been out and we came home and he was getting quite annoyed. I like, what's wrong? He says, oh, my wee boy's Harley. He said he wanted a song on and I've been trying all morning to get this song on for him and it's not working. He's going, Vanessa, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, you're looking around saying, what, is there someone here who's Vanessa? Where is this woman? I, God, her name's Alexa. (laughs) Oh, I've been trying for about half an hour to get that song off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the plot thickens, though, because he genuinely believed that Alexa was a real person. So he was trying to work out how she managed to play songs. There must must be somebody in there. (laughs) What? Well, like a little uh, <laughs> man or a little woman in there actually just uh, putting the records on. 
Yeah, by, by this point, me and my mum were, yeah, bent over double. <laughs> she's very smart. She knows yeah. the weather. She's got. She's on top of the news. How does she know all of this stuff? <laughs> I, well, yeah, he, he genuinely thought there was somebody operating it. Some, some little bit somewhere. <laughs> Alexa! <laughs> <laughs> no, Vanessa! Oh, yeah, that's the one. Where's Vanessa? <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. Oh, uh, hang on, haven't we forgotten something pretty big about this week's podcast? Uh, two big things. Pretty big? Yeah. <laughs> uh, two guests on the podcast. Extra bonus features? Content. Content, yeah. Uh, so last week, again, it depends on when you listen to the podcast. Recently, Craig David rocked up to Dundee for a gig and as support, he had the brilliant DJ Sagala, who's had uh, eight top ten hits. And Becky Hill as well is an upcoming star. She's honestly, she's been around for ages and I'm just waiting on the moment that she's going to pop and just be discovered for her own kind of stuff because she has been, uh, you might remember the back and forth single from MK last year. She's also on one uh, called Fall to Pieces, False Alarm as well. She's had loads of hits that she has been featured on, but she's not just made it on her own yet. And she kind of, the chat you will hear with Becky Hill yeah, she kind of dwells on that and thinks to herself, I, I want to stop collaborating. I yeah. want to be my own artist. Yep. So it's quite deep. Uh, we chatted uh, chatted to Becky Hill backstage at the Caird Hall in Dundee. Okay, so Becky, firstly, thanks for chatting to us. Thank you for talking to me. And what a show. Oh, thanks. Is what I can say. How, how do you like performing at the uh, indoors, outdoors? Like, what's your favourite? <laughs> you get a light show indoors, at least. Yeah, I think I like outdoors if it's sunny because you tend not to see daylight when you're doing these shows mm-hmm. you know it's kind of in get ready warm up and then you're on stage and then you're off stage so if you don't kind of get an outside venue but i liked it in here it's also sweatier inside yeah big if you're moving a lot <laughs> yeah. it gets very very hot um, but this one was vibey because, like, the, the... I always find Scottish crowds are the best crowds. I kind of feel like as soon as you, like, go outside of London, yeah. <laughs> the more north you get, the rowdier the crowds yeah. are. So um, I was kind of in my element today because there was a lot of people... Um, there was a lot of people up for it. Everyone was singing about well, the music. I was going to say, yeah, there was a lot of people that knew your songs, knew the words, and especially yeah. when we came back on for the, the new single... Which we play a lot Wish on TFM. Well, yeah. Wish you well. It seems Thanks. to have gone down really well. Um, if so you could play my new single, I we also heard you say your own new single. <laughs> if you could play that a bit more, that'd be really helpful. <laughs> Is that out now then? That's been out for the last month and a half. Right, we need to have the words. I work yeah. with someone in London. Yeah. Sorry, don't make me make you feel awkward, <laughs> but uh, play yeah. that one instead. <laughs> I'm not biased. I mean, both of them do well, but I mean, I'm trying to push my own solo project I'm, a, I'm an artist like in my own right first and foremost and like the songs I write for other people are definitely like come from me but like I'm trying I'm out here trying to like be Becky Hill minus a feature well yeah we heard you say about the new single it's about an ex-boyfriend uh, well it was about my boyfriend at the time I wrote it before our third date with each other and we ended up spending three years together and wow Unfortunately, broke up after my birthday, so... Um, this year? Mm. Oh, still oh, raw. No. Is it a hard song to sing because of that? Very much so. And I tell you what's worse is Sunrise in the East as well, because that was also written about like staying up all night and talking to each other. And um, 
So it's hard work, but it's, um, you can tell that it's all very real, which is what I think I like. You know, my, I, I, don't, I, I try to write from a very honest place. And Wish You Well was actually written about him and wanting him, the best was for him. And written afterwards? Or? Two weeks. Oh, oh, yeah. oh wow. <laughs> Has he seen you perform any of them yet? Do you, are you aware if he's in the crowd or if he he's in the vicinity? booked me for a <laughs> show and he was stood side of stage. But we're all right now. <laughs> I have been following you personally since for a couple of years now, since like False Alarm and whatnot. And obviously, you're single with MK last year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, great singles. Thank what, you. What's your like favorite song that you have written and performed for yourself of all time? Um, it's probably my own stuff. I wrote a song called Warm, which was actually written about my first ever plane experience. I went on my first, <laughs> like, your face, you're like, what the fuck? Just what the lyrics could be. Um, <laughs> I had never been on a plane until I was 19 years old when I went on tour with Rudimental. And I couldn't understand how it was like a nice day above the clouds. <laughs> it perplexed me. I just thought it was like clouds and clouds and clouds. But no, if you like go above the clouds, there's a fucking lovely day there. <laughs> so the lyrics to Warm is behind grey clouds is blue skies and sunrise, which I thought at the time I was like, I'm a fucking genius. Yeah. Um, but it, I wrote it. It was just between me and my friend Shift Key. Um, He's a dear friend of mine and he was on production and I was on Melody and Lyrics. And between us we came up with this kind of like subtract wildfire-esque track with like with a melody that hadn't been helped out by anybody else. It had just been sat there in his bedroom. And um So more raw and un- and sounding and unproduced and sounding more clean. Yeah, it just it it just everything I write for myself is kind of a lot slower and a lot more Intimate, I suppose I'd describe it than what I would write for other people. Afterglow is still a very special moment for me because obviously I love drum and bass. I've been I've been a drum and bass raver since I was about fifteen. Ella is a good friend of mine, and we've got a um, sing a duet together in the pipeline. She's got an amazing voice. Best girl I've ever met. Oh, well, well, Becky, yeah, really thank nice. You so much. Guys, you. thank you so much. Thank you for coming here. It's a lot more uh, than we thought, so I really appreciate that. It was quite nice. Really oh, nice good. Chat. I've got a very nice uh, tour manager who doesn't go. You've got two more questions, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, I'm, I, I'm, I like talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just thank edit you. that out accordingly. Yes. <laughs> And we don't want to just give you it all at once, so um, stick around. Sagala, we also had a chat with him. Bruce. Uh, We'll get that on a little bit later on. It was a great gig, by the way. Absolutely bouncing. Craig David smashed it. Yeah. Sagala smashed it. Um, Becky Hill smashed it. What about that other support act? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. (laughs) We smashed I can't it. believe you actually forgot. We were actually on the bill. They they had us doing an hour DJ set at the gig as people were arriving, and there was quite a lot of early early arrivals as well. And that meant there was a crowd at the front of the yep. stage staring at us. I know, and uh, we just kind of stood there. You know, it's really hard when you're DJing to actually do things like we can't dance. Self conscious. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to do, go down the whole DJ route of actually like doing that. What can we go? 
type thing. And you want to get into the beats because you're playing massive, big, upbeat songs. But then I start thinking, oh no, I'm. We I'm, needed someone like Sagala. Looking like a dad. Sagala had a front man. Yeah, he had a hype guy that was. Come on, come on, here we go. Yo, yo, let me hear you scream. We should have done that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, however, I think it went all right. I had my Thorter bottle with me and I looked powerful. And your zip was down. And my zip was broken and was on full display right at the front of the stage. Not even the decks. <sighs> The DJ decks were nope. covering it in any way. This is what I have to put up with, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is it. Lucky you. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. What do your colleagues do that really annoy you, that wind you up? Maybe where something like, you like this. The list? Ah! <laughs> oh my God, where is it? <laughs> oh, if only it was TV. It's uh, moments like this. We wish there was oh. visuals. Yeah, all I have to do to wind Claire up is throw a little plastic spider at her. And she's all the drama. She jumped off her seat. I just don't Your heart rate's like going. It. You know, it's good for you. Okay. Ah! There you <laughs> go. I'm actually impressed that I managed to touch it. However, uh, <laughs> however, uh, yes, when it comes to annoying things that your colleagues do, there's something I've been doing. Because uh, annoyed the whole office. The whole office for I two know. weeks. So basically we got a new email system and it requires authorization or auth- something like that. Verified. Verified. And everyone's been pretty sensible about this using their own phone. Not Webster, he uses an office phone. So every time you log in, be it at home, be it here, be it wherever, in the building, out the building, this phone starts ringing and it's right opposite the boss's desk and it is driving him <laughs> nuts. Microsoft wants you to pick it up and say, is this really your email address? Verify, press the hash key. I've done that about a dozen times, but computer voice lady is not listening. So it needs verified every single time. It'll ring off the hook until someone answers it. And the boss has been in conversations with this computer voice lady more than us this week. Amy uh, in Dundee called us about her annoying colleagues. Well, I work in retail and they think it's funny to come along and take the hands and the arms off my mannequins <gasps> on a weekly basis and no. then I have to go around the big store looking for them. <laughs> looking for the matching said, arms. Yes, so then I start doing it to them and take like the wigs off of their mannequins and then end up this big chaos in the store. So just body parts mannequins. everywhere. <laughs> a massacre. It's carnage. Oh, when it's Christmas, that's when they started doing it, and I was like, I don't have time for games when it's so busy, and I've got like armless mannequins everywhere, all over the department. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, that sounds like quite a fun one, a little game that you play every day looking for the matching arms and legs. Yeah, it gets, it gets fun, but then it gets to the point where you can't find them. You need to find the arms and the legs because then they look a bit wonky and not right, don't they? Amy, we need to know then, uh, because I want to visit your place of work now and Where see... Where do you work? Yeah, what's the... What's, can you mention it? In Coast, Debenhams, Dundee. Right, is that... It's a, it's a concession within Debenhams, within the Overgate, Dundee. Right. So we uh, we now invite people to check out Coast and look for mismatching mannequins. If, if you find any, uh, <laughs> if you find any body parts, you know to return them back to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Webster podcast. Have you ever thought to yourself, right? I want to keep fit. I want to exercise. I want to be healthy, but I'm looking for a new way to do it. Right, you've tried everything. You've tried. Remember when Zumba was a thing? It's not even around anymore. Uh, and there seems to be a new fitness craze every few months or so. The Something else happening. Thing is, this is particularly like this is um, 
excited me a lot to a certain extent because I've had issues with my back. I've been doing lots of different things. Um, including a physio session that involved cupping earlier oh, this week. We're yeah. not going to talk about Actually, that Actually, yes. Much. Hang on. That should have been one of the highlights at the start of the podcast. <laughs> Coming up, let's talk about rocket ship back. Uh, this is one of the photos that went uh, viral on the Wake Up Webster page of Claire having her cupping. My physio created a work of art on my back. Cheers, Kerry. <laughs> it was deliberate. <laughs> I thought, right, okay, what other kind of methods can we get into here? What can we do? How can I fix my back? And she had said Pilates was a good idea. So last week, we found out about Pilates with goats. Yeah, you should maybe clarify and say it slower because people will be like, what did she just say? Pilates with goats. You heard me right, kids. Kids. <laughs> hey, Claire's gone for that's my job, isn't it? I do the, the bad thing, jokes and puns. That's that wasn't a bad joke. <laughs> that was funny. So goats get involved by jumping on your back while you're on the deck doing some kind Planking of Pilates or, move. Yeah, some kind of move. So uh, Holly uh, has the goats. Holly is in a farm on Fife and we managed to catch up with her. So we've had the pygmy goats now for just over a year and we started the Pilates when Joe approached us about two or three months ago, so it's all pretty new. Just to get this straight in my head, it's Pilates in a shed of goats. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in, a, it's in a little old barn that we have on the farm and then there's uh, six people doing Pilates with a qualified Pilates instructor and then Mabel and Hazel running around, knocking people over and jumping on them. Jo, who is, uh, jo is our Pilates instructor, she was over in the US and she did goat yoga. And goat yoga is like a, a whole thing over there. It's really popular. And so when she came back, she was like, I want to find someone who has some goats and I'm going to do some goat Pilates. So uh, she found me through a friend and uh, it was a perfect match. You've got to think, right, why, why goats? Why can't we get sheep yoga? What about hamster yoga, dog yoga? I mean, goats... <laughs> Are they made for this kind of thing, Holly? The goats are pretty good because they like to jump on people. One of the interesting things about doing goat Pilates is that when you're trying to do a plank or uh, a goat mountain pose, as we call it, uh, Mabel will quite often just come up and jump on your back, which gives you a whole extra workout. <laughs> so although you could do it with hamsters, it probably wouldn't have quite the same effect as <laughs> no. wish them. I'm guessing that the main reason it, it's taken off and people are loving this is, well, being close to the animals is quite different and special. I've never done a Pilates class. Have you, Claire? Mm. No, I've done a yoga class before, but never Pilates. And would you be, as a, as a client of yours, Holly, would you be annoyed if, if Hazel or the other one uh, don't climb on you or get a cuddle? Or, you know, I mean, you need some interaction there, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, that's why we keep the classes nice and small, actually, because there's uh, only two goats and they are teeny weeny goats. Um, it takes them a while to get around everyone, but we always make sure that everyone has a chance to, uh, to have a cuddle or, or get jumped on, depending on what it is they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, because I would be like, hey, Hazel's not touched me yet, and I want to cuddle <laughs> over here, please. Uh, and we do a little, uh, little photo shoot at the end for Instagram as well. If anyone hasn't got that magical picture that they wanted for their profile pic, we do oh. a little photo <laughs> yeah. where you can get that special picture. Do this final question. Do the goats wear nappies? <laughs> <laughs> The goats do not wear nappies. Oh, oh so there's, dear. There's that added gamble there as well then, isn't there? There's, there's a small risk factor associated <laughs> with goat Pilates. <laughs> All right, we should probably go and investigate that, I think. Well, yeah, you need your back sorted. Yeah. You were you were suggested Pilates. Nothing to do with wanting to check out the goats. It's all about fixing my back, no, I honestly. No, I want to cuddle from Hazel. What about Mabel? I'm more a Hazel girl. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. Every week we are learning something new. There's, uh, you know, the old adage, every day is a school day. Always picking up new bits of information. And we kind of knew this, but it's now confirmed that one of the funniest things that can happen to a human is being stuck inside a toddler's toy car. I think Zoe from Breakin learned a lesson this week, which was um, do not say yes to any dare going. A video went viral. She was stuck and in the little tyke's red and yellow car. And she also learned that I can't trust my dad um, <laughs> with, with anything. So we tracked uh, Zoe down. This video has now had over two million hits this past uh, week. And Zoe told us more about the whole thing. Well, it was actually my partner, uh, Leah. She actually said to me, oh, I dare you to go in that car. And I was like, oh, yeah, she said, you're a swear word bag if you don't. <laughs> so I thought, right, OK, I'll try. So I couldn't get one leg in. So what happened, I actually have more because the story is actually wrong because I didn't get it lifted over my head. Ah. I actually stepped in, but I couldn't get two feet in at the same time. So my dad, Kevin, actually lifted me up and put my legs in and lifted it up. Dad's helping. Uh, I, mean, I, thought... <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be looking after you and making sure you don't do silly things. Yeah, I know. Oh, just get in there, love. Uh... <laughs> once I got in, I couldn't get my head in, so he shoved my head in and thought it was funny. And then after that, I was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck for an hour. An hour, and you're bent over. It looks quite painful. Yeah, I do have bruises on my, my back and my shoulders, but I'm fine today, so it's all right. Now, the video, uh, or at least some of the video w- that we could share, because uh, obviously you were in a bit of a state, Zoe. But I was panicking, and I was like, oh, that's the thing, everybody's like saying to me, oh, are you drinking? Have you been drinking? I wasn't, this is me, this is me normal. I do stupid things all the time. Oh, we need you on the show every day then. <laughs> <laughs> we need a daily update. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to easily do a dare like that, hey, can you get in that car? I mean, will you do anything we say? I mean, it sounds like you would. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, were you mainly annoyed at friends and family and partners and so on watching and videoing? Because you knew what was going to happen, right? I wasn't annoyed. I was just, I didn't want it to go all over Facebook and I didn't know this was all going to happen. It's everywhere. Like, I know, I was going to say, you didn't want it on Facebook. Forget Facebook. No, you're in the newspapers, you're on the radio. You're... I know. My mm. phone was only off for half an hour yesterday because my battery died. And then when I put it back on, there was like loads of texts, loads of phone calls, you know, everywhere. And I was like, well, what's happened? I'm going <laughs> to be off the phone half an hour. <laughs> If you want to giggle, you want to check out Zoe's very real struggle being stuck inside that toy tykes... T- Toddler's car. Can you say that again? Faster. Toy tights toddler. Faster. Toy tights toddler. Mm. You try it. Toy tights toddler. Toy tights toddler. Toy tights toddler. <laughs> no, I'll just leave that to you. <laughs> anyway, check it out. The video's on the Wake Up with Webster Facebook page. Thank you. Wake Up with Webster podcast. The best bits of the week. Have you ever accidentally sent a message to someone that was not intended for them? This happened this week and we couldn't stop laughing. A poor woman, all oh. she wanted was to pick up a carpet. It's you know? Bum Girl. I've just remembered Bum Girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is clickbait that I did click on because I wondered what you it would look like. You wanted to check her bum out. Her burnt dairy ear. Yeah. She accident. well, the carpet fitters had got back to her and said, can you send us some pictures of your landing, of your stairs, so that we can get a rough quote for you and whatnot. And she did. She sent the pictures back. It was brilliant. However, tagged on the end of the pictures was a picture of her burnt bum. (laughs) And it was very red. Uh, Yeah. Properly burnt bum on the sunbed. And she realised the mistake pretty quickly and responded straight away with, oh my God, OMG, OMG, smiley face, smiley face, OMG, I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it. (laughs) Luckily, it was a girl at the other end and proper girl code 
kicked in where she was like, don't worry, I'm not going to let the guys see this. Don't worry, I've got your back. <laughs> so as far as sending the wrong message or picture to someone goes, that is pretty high up there on the embarrassment scale. Suzanne called us. So my story wasn't necessarily about texting the wrong person, but it was more about the message I sent. We recently got a cat, and it was the first cat that we'd ever got, and it was through um, the cat protection people. Brilliant. And the cat took unwell and had worms, and we went instantly went into panic and thought, oh my God, I've no idea what to do. So I texted the lady from the cat protection, and I said to her, wonder if you can help me, I don't know what to do, the cat's got worms. And the reason I know is because he's got worms coming out of, and it was meant to say sick, and it didn't. It was a letter next to sick, and I had sent this to this. And my daughter, who's 13, or she was probably about 11 at the time, was sitting there, so I couldn't say anything to anything. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what have I, I done? Instantly, I instantly texted her back and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That was, You know, I've just watched a TV documentary about beavers. What's this got to do with wrong messages? It was the best damn programme I've ever seen. <laughs> Back to the dad jokes. Oh, no. We're, we, I thought we'd moved on from <laughs> no, that. No, no, I told you. I, I was going to sprinkle them. I've been sent a load by listeners, so mm. I thought I would sprinkle them throughout the podcast. They can't go to waste these. It's gold. If you're listening on Father's Day, then it's completely acceptable, and I retract every word that I've said. However, any other day of the year, no. Dad jokes, no. You know, no, my, no. my wife keeps telling me to stop pretending to be butter, but I'm on a roll now. <laughs> I'm just laughing, knowing that... I didn't even want to look at your face there, Claire, because I knew it would just be... What are you on about, Webster? So we've kind of... <laughs> yeah, we should just move, move on. on from that. Move, move on. on. Um, yeah, we've we've come to the final bit of our podcast. And we're actually really excited because this guy was an absolute gem when we caught up with him at the Craig David gig, which happened last week again. Time relevance, but you know, you get me now, you understand. Sagala, aka Bruce, he totally smashed it. And here's what he had to say backstage. All right, we're here backstage with Sagala just after your set. So you must be buzzing, you must be feeling Mate, that. That was amazing. Like, the crowd up here is always insane. So I, you know, yeah. I had high hopes and they delivered. The I've goods. never seen such an energetic performance. Honestly, that was just. I don't know, got, I don't know how I've still got my jacket on. <laughs> and you're, you're hype guy at the front. What was his name? He's the only Joe, one that didn't get yeah. his name. He, he's, he's mad. Joe Unknown. He, he yeah, got everyone going. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs that kind of guy. He's great. He's my, like, what's the word? It's like, he's like your mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's your energy my man. Sidekick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, what, what next for Sagala? I mean, you've now had loads of top 10 hits. Uh, have you got any other collaborations in the work? Um, still working that out. Obviously, I just had my single with Becky Hill, Wish You Well, that just came out. We're playing that Super a lot on excited. TFM as well. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, just looking towards the next one. Uh, I'm not sure exactly who's going to be with. It's still still working that out. But yeah, this year's all about just putting as much music out as I can. How do you decide who you want to work with? Like Becky Hill's obviously a voice that's been around for for a couple yeah, of years yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I've, know, I've known about her for a long time yeah. and always loved her voice. And she's an amazing songwriter as well. So she wrote "Wish You Well." Like she's super talented. And yeah, like I was just instantly in love with the song and, and like so happy to work with her so yeah and it's always it's always like mostly about the voice and she kills it in that area yeah she does <laughs> so touring right now for you uh, Sagala with uh, with Craig David still got quite a few yeah. dates to go so 
I'm guessing your life consists of touring and then going home to, I would assume, a bedroom and DJ setup, <laughs> and then twiddling like yeah. knobs and coming up with samples Pretty and this much, getting beat man. straight in your head. Is that? Yeah, that? it's nice to get a balance of the two. Like the more touring I do, I'm like, oh, I want to be in the studio, and when I'm in the studio all the time, I'm like, oh, I want to be on the road. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's nice like to flip forward. Uh, between the two and yeah it's, it's great man what's your favourite kind of venue to play um, I, I like the indoor venues because you get to use the lights and like really create an atmosphere which is what hopefully we did tonight yeah I saw Chemical Brothers at All, All Points East Festival uh, oh, two weeks cool. ago in London yeah I bet that was and just as the amazing. sun was coming down and the yeah, rain stopped that's the one boom that yeah. is the one I mean is that the pinnacle Chemical Brothers are still way up there aren't they yeah absolutely man yeah I would have loved to send that. Well, cheers, mate. It's really nice to meet you. Thanks. Gala, it's me, guys. Dundee. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Uh, I'm thinking there's one way we should end the podcast. Uh, this scares me. Well, you know, we're, uh, we're leading up to Father's Day. Mm. And dads just like to chill out and do whatever they want on Father's Day. There should mm. be a theme park devoted to dads. Okay. And maybe it would sound like this. This Father's Day, take your man to the theme park designed just for dads. Dad World. There's the dad roller coaster. Strap him into the comfy armchair seat and watch him doze off as he corkscrews and loops the loop. Will he brave the gloomy wooden iron where he can play his usual lousy game of golf? Oops, sorry. Then there's barbecue heaven with hundreds of different barbecue grills for him to take charge of. <coughs> it's always a bit smoky to start with. And after all that excitement, Dad can take a quick stroll round the gift shop, choosing socks or pants. Blue or red? Oh, I don't know. We know that Dad has that little problem, but don't worry. At Dad World, there's a gents on every corner. Sorry, love, I'm bursting. Again. Dad World. Special discount given to any dad wearing socks and sandals. There's not even anything I can say back to that. Actual speechless. There you, know, you go, well you, done. You know what we should do, though? We should uh, encourage people, if you've downloaded this podcast and made it to the end of the podcast and can hear our voices right now on the podcast. Firstly, well done. Yeah, thanks. Uh, why don't you download the other ones? I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter if they're, they're time relevant. They're all amazing stories that we've had from listeners that are always included uh, every week in the podcast. And there's guests and bonus bits as well. Check them out. And of course, you can check us out. We're on TFM weekdays, 6 until 10 a.m. Wake up with Webster. Wake up with us. Please, again. Thanks. Naked. Why? The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.